Well, hello, everyone. Thanks again so much for joining us here at the PLS 377 podcast. Um, Hope you're doing well whenever you're and wherever you're listening to this. Um, So this week in the course, um, we are continuing our journey into some of the emerging trends and potential pushback to um, our previous uh, investigation of, of what we came to call the neoliberal globalization model um, and, and some of the various um, shapes that resistance or critiques of that model um, that have become prominent over the last several decades, um, particularly after the financial crisis of 2008. And for perhaps um, the greatest among these has been an ever-growing discontent over rising inequality. Um, as we talked about, uh, inequality in the context of global political economy can be discussing inequality between states, between national economies, and we discussed that quite a bit in our um, unit on development, Um, but also focusing on inequality within countries can be another kind of lens to apply to this. And um, for discussing this week, we're going to be focusing on um, what I consider to be probably one of the most important works um, in economics and political economy more generally in the last 40 or 50 years, and that would be Capital in the 21st Century by Thomas Piketty, the French economist. Um, It's a fantastic book for so many ways that I'm hopefully going to be able to discuss a little bit more thoroughly in class. I want to keep this brief today. But my main um, hope in in using Piketty's book as a vehicle for discussing inequality and um, the nature of inequality in the present contemporary world is Uh, I think it draws together, I think Piketty is unique um, as an economist, um, as someone who has a, you know, obviously world-class knowledge of kind of the sophisticated technical um, approach to economics as a social science, but also someone who brings um, a certain political as well as ethical um, perspective. And, And one thing he argues in the book is that discussing or debating inequality in the absence of an understanding of politics and ethics or sense of justice is a almost a useless enterprise, right? It's, 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 it's impossible to really get at and delve into the issues behind and inequality and, and driving inequality as a phenomenon um, in the world today without accounting for the role of politics and our varying competing conceptions of fairness or justice in the world, right? That they, they go hand in hand. And that's something we've been talking about throughout the course. And I think our discussion of Piketty and um, the increase in inequality um, around the world, both within um, countries in the global south, as well as wealthier societies like the United States or the UK or, or various places around the world, um, this has become a kind of hot topic uh, over the last decade. And I think Piketty has one of the more sophisticated um, views of this that, uh, that I have come across. Um, I'm not going to dig too deeply into it now, but we will be discussing in class. Um, he brings to bear on this a very trenchant and, again, quite sophisticated and nuanced view of how present-day inequality fits into the broader historical phenomenon that is industrial capitalism. Um, the book and its analytical scope stretches back several hundred years um, and tries to contextualize current era we are living in um, within those broader historical parameters. Um, So um, what I want to do um, just here briefly um, after this brief introduction is just have you think and perhaps comment on the sheet uh, for this week what you think is the main driving causes of inequality or 
Um, one of the questions that comes up in Piketty's work is, is it's really imprecise what we mean by something that is an acceptable level of equality versus an unacceptable level of inequality, or what is an acceptable level of the division of wealth. And if we agree that, you know, one or two people shouldn't have all the wealth, or that perhaps it's not realistic to have everyone have the exact, exact same amount of wealth, that leaves a whole lot of middle ground. And where and how we judge that line falls again, does involve technical issues and how to turn our different ideas into political or economic outcomes, but it's going to be rooted in a certain view of fairness or justice. And these are questions that we have discussed before, and we are going to be coming back to them here again in the context of thinking about what constitutes a fair or just distribution of wealth. And so for the comment sheet, I'd like you to think about how will we go about deciding what is an acceptable level of inequality and two, um, what are ways to mitigate inequality and that you think would be both fair and effective? Okay, so I will leave it there for now. I'm sorry that I'm talking in a little bit of a hushed tone here. I'm recording this on Saturday night so you can see how exciting my life is. Um, and my son is sleeping downstairs, so I don't want to wake him up. All right, thank you guys so much. Look forward to seeing you in class next week. Bye.